Hello and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, a show about life adversity, how to overcome it and transform your life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And even though my hope is to deliver information that can be helpful for you to overcome adversity and transform your life, it is not meant to be a substitute for being diagnosed and treated by a licensed mental health, medical, and related professional. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. I know we're already almost, gosh, the end of January, but I've been meaning to do this bonus episode to talk a little bit about some of the recommendations that I have for any New Year's rituals or activities that can help you with whatever you want to envision in your life. So I hope the year started for you well. I know there's a lot of things going on in the world. That's what also has kept me a little bit a little bit behind in recording this episode. There's so many things. There's the earthquake, earthquakes, I would say plural, that are happening in my little island, little but beautiful island, let me just say that. And there's also the fires that are happening in Australia. There's many different volcanoes. Right now, there's a lot of tension between Iran and the U.S. And there's just so many more things that I have. I'm just trying to shield myself because it's been too much with a lot of other things that are happening in my personal life. But, you know, if you're listening to this, probably you've felt some kind of heaviness of 2020. And sometimes it's hard when we're going through a lot of heaviness to focus of what we want to create or anything about manifestation is like, why do I need to do that? Like I'm going through a lot and, and our attention goes into what can we do? And then a lot of emotions and feelings come about like we're not doing enough. We have to do more. And sometimes in that really good intention of wanting to help others and do more, we forget about ourselves. And then that gets in the way of us actually helping others because when we forget about ourselves and we're not giving our, let's say, 90% of our selves because now we're in survival mode as well, it's really hard for somebody that is dysregulated to help others regulate. It is very, very hard. So when, you know, it's like a mom and child relationship with an infant or with a toddler, it starts with us to kind of regulate ourselves, be okay. So that way we can help others do that instead of just us joining them and then we become part of the cycle of misery or not being able to like, then we're going to need somebody else to rescue us. I hope this resonates with you and you can get the intention behind it. That I'm not saying for you to forget about others and just be like very selfish um, because a lot of people kind of take that side. It's not what I'm saying. It's more about taking in consideration your needs as well and seeing how you can help. Like a lot of times, like if you've been like me, you feel like you want to do it all. You think of maybe donating all this money, going to that place. Like for me, for example, in Puerto Rico, it's like, well, I'm a psychologist. I'm a mental health provider. They need a lot of mental health right now. I can just take a plane and go there. That sounds very doable, very easy. However, I'm also six months pregnant as of yesterday. And I have a child here who every time I go anywhere, he always is asking, are you going to come home? 
And then that will also provide, you know, increase a burden on my husband because we don't have that much help here in LA. So then he'll have to take care of my son and take care of his work and business and all that. And then I am pregnant. So I'm, you know, and over there, the situation is still not stable. So I could also experience several like earthquakes or that could also impact my mental health and my baby. And there's all these other factors that get in the way that when we really think about it, that might not be the best idea. And you might say, well, I'm not talking about black or white, kind of like either you do it or you don't, but there's ways around it. So I've been trying to kind of help in any way of spreading the word about the different services that they have in the island, help in any way of spreading the words of any fundraising activities that they might, you know, people might have via my social media platforms, because that's the way that I can reach people. And also via here, like right now I'm talking about it. So bring in for any of you that have no idea what's going on in Puerto Rico, there's been a lot of earthquakes that have happened since the end of December, but then there was a 6.4 that happened very close to the shore in the south area of the island. And since then, there's been a lot of replicas, which is like um, the aftershocks that some of them have been up to six. So it's been like really intense. People are very like on the edge. And remember, this is 2020, 2017 was when Maria happened. And Maria really, there is a Puerto Rico before Maria and after Maria. So they're still dealing with Maria after getting adjusted. And now on top of that, you have earthquakes. That is something that they cannot predict, that they cannot do anything. So there's that, all of that going on. So they are going through a lot. So I've been thinking of different projects. And as soon as I have an idea of how to help from distant, because I cannot go there, that's already out of the, um, of the different choices or options. But as soon as I know, like I'm thinking of some offerings that I can do via like telehealth. I mean, not, not therapy because I'm not licensed there. More more about support groups, like orientations and maybe some talking about coping skills and all those basic things that I know that could be very helpful, especially as they're just experiencing all these trauma symptoms and all of that. But as soon as I know the best way to be the first one to know about, it would be to follow my social media account. And besides the handle The Beyond Resilience Life, I also have my own, which I use the most because I have two accounts and it's a little hard to handle both. But the one that I post the most about all these things are the handle Dr. Lidiana Garcia. And between DR, there's a dot and then Lidiana Garcia. And over there, I kind of share a lot of the new offerings or anything that's happening. The other way to know, to be in the knowing would be also my Facebook page. There's the Beyond Resilience Live, but also there's Dr. Liliana Garcia. Those are the places that I would say would be the place to find and know as soon as I figure this out to be there in the knowing. Okay, so in terms of today's episode, I wanted just to focus on some simple but very powerful different recommendations that for me have been helpful in the last years. I have not used them all together. This year, I think I did almost all of them, which is new for me. I haven't in a long time after having my son, 
my life's changed and you know how it goes. But recently I started to be more aware of what I want, especially as 2020, I was so looking forward for 2020 as a new decade, the whole thing. I know time is man-made stuff, but in my mind, I was so done with 2010 through 2020 because a lot of stuff happened in my life <laughs> starting in 2010. So I was really looking forward. So this time I really created a lot of this. So let me start with the first one. And the first one is creating a list of letting go, like whatever you want to let go of your life. And you can think it of last decade, last year, but in general, what do you want to let go and creating that list? And after you create that list, then you can either burn it. You can sometimes I tell people like if you cannot burn stuff because we don't want to, you know, provoke a fire, then you can just break it in little pieces and throw it in your in the trash can or in several trash can. Find a way to discard it, whatever resonates with you. So that's one of them. The other one is also to have a list of accomplishments. And this is a new one for me because I've always focused on what I want, but not necessarily what I've accomplished. And this list, it could be really, really cool when you sit down and you start to reflect about all your accomplishments so far in your life. You can think of so far, you can think of last year, last decade, however, whatever resonates with you. But in general, like a list of accomplishments, so that way you can see where you've come. And that also includes a list of lessons. And that, is, that one is really cool. Because then you can see, oh my God, I've learned this lessons in this last year. And that helps to reframe. Somebody asked me about failure and making mistakes. How do I recover? And I'm like, it's a work in progress. But lately, I've been way more focused about the importance of reframing those mistakes and failures into lessons. What was the lesson that I needed to learn by that situation? What was I being protected from? or what other doors opened because that one closed. So like reframing that because in our society, we're very much about like not wanting to experience any mistake or failure. And a lot of mistakes have huge consequences. So I get that and I understand. But it's really important to also start thinking, you know, how can you reframe that? Because if you keep having difficulties with managing your mistakes or your failures, then that's going to prevent you from actually doing things that you want. Because when you start going into the unknown or start a new adventure or a new business or something, if you're just learning about it, you're going to have mistakes because you're learning about it. It's like I have never heard of anyone that starts something new and does not make any mistake. That's part of being human. We learn from it. But reframe, reframe is so important. So that's why that list of accomplishment and lessons. It's so key to start helping you reframe and start having that mindset as you step in 2020. The other one that you probably have heard and many of you probably saw my story in Instagram is a vision board. For this, I used to do it, I think way more like in the decade of 2000 through 2010. And then in 2010, a lot of things happened. And I was like, I don't believe in any of this. And I stopped doing all of this. But this year, I felt a calling to do it again. Because after becoming a mom with my son, and now that I'm pregnant with this little girl, I've been very much about what do I want to do in this next stage in my life? I know I'm probably going to go through another three years 
after I had my baby girl of trying to, you know, it's like another three years of a lot of lessons and inner work (laughs) that usually after like I had my son that happened to me. So I'm preparing myself for that. But after that, like, what is my vision? Because something that I want to do different in this birth is have that vision to keep me going. Because I remember with my son, I did not have any vision. So it all got very blurry. And I felt like I was just like an octopus going in so many different directions because I just wanted to get out of where I was, but I did not know where I was going. So this time I'm trying to be have more intention about where am I going? Where do I want to go? What are the lessons that I learned during my postpartum stage? And now as a mom of a four and a half year old with parenting and all of that, and what do I want to envision for my parenting? Because I did not do that for my first one. So That's why I wanted to really create a vision board and I felt that calling. But just so you know, if any of what I'm saying right now does not resonate with you, don't feel forced to do any. Don't do that. Do whatever resonates with you. And I'm just telling these things that have resonated with me in the past or currently as giving you suggestions. And there's many other things that you can do. So for the vision board, it's basically just how it says it's a vision. So it's images and about things that you want to, a lot of people focus about what they want to like buy and have and do. This time, because I'm way more about being and me becoming my real self, aka future self. I know I always get confused with which one goes first, but you get the picture, like trying to figure out who I really want. How do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to manifest in my life? So a lot of my images are more of different females like meditating, laughing. I have one of my, of a mom and a child. Like the mom is like in pure joy. I have some about couples and family and and then because I want to travel, that's one of my passions. I have different places that I want to travel. I have like a kitchen that I want to manifest. So like some kind of more things that people kind of usually put in a vision board. I also have some images that call that called me like I have Oprah here Oprah life class because that's one of my goals I would love one day to first meet her and second to be interviewing one of her shows that would be like oh one of yeah that's one of my goals so putting like little pieces like that so what I did is I gather a lot of magazines that I had because I've done this in the past with even with clients or when I host workshops and then I bought several of things that I like because you need to have images of things that you like. Don't just get any magazine out there. So I bought some magazines about traveling. I bought magazines about wellness and stuff like that. So that way I would be able to find the images that I wanted for my vision board. So I already had an idea, but I did not spend that much time thinking about all this idea. I just bought the magazines that called me that were like around, like resonated to me. And then I started just glancing through the images and finding something that would call me. I also added like phrases like I have like immune boost because I really want to work on my immune system. I have another one that says go with the flow. In the middle, I have welcome to my new life and I have a, a dragonfly, a beautiful image of a dragonfly. I have connection, rest, acts of fate, easy, healthy dinners, et cetera, et cetera. So like little things like that. So then I bought um like a bulletin board, yeah, cork board in Target. And then I just put all the images. This time I just put a little tape, but if you have 
the little thing that to put it, but figure out a way to put it. This is the way I like to do it because then I can put it like if it was like a painting or something, but you can just do it in a big piece of like cardboard, whatever you want, even a smaller one. I just wanted to have a big one so I can have it in my office and I can look at it all the time. So the idea behind it is by you having that images and constantly seeing it and feeling the emotions that they evoke, then that helps with the manifestation. It's not what you put in the image and you go in your head like, I would never have this, like, oh, whatever. You have to put images that evoke like lots of emotions because the emotional part, the believing, the feeling is what tends to really activate that manifestation. So that's one. The other one is a word or a phrase for the year. And I was very cautious because the years that I've chosen word, what happens is usually the opposite. So that way you're being tested. So then I stopped doing it. But this year I felt a super calling to have. So my words are surrender and trust, especially as I'm embarking a new super uncertainty time. There's so much uncertainty in 2020 as it's starting in my life for a lot of personal stuff. So I really wanted to learn more about that. But as I'm embarking in, that, in this journey of surrender and trust, I'm bumping into stuff about healing the inner child and also um, issues about generational trauma. And I'm exploring, it's coming to my mind, how difficult it is for me to actually surrender and trust because it was an issue of life or death. And, you know, in some of my ancestors, because they were being abused, slavery, colonization, and so, 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 you know, racism and all that. So like trusting anyone was, was a dangerous. So it became like, again, like a matter of life and death. So I am recognizing that. And at the same time, I am focusing on my present, how I am in a privileged situation right now that I'm not directly being impacted. And when I say directly in the moment, like if I say something, I'm not being killed or I don't have necessarily like this generation has way more freedom in that sense. You might fight in terms of like how it's still happening and it is still happening. But in the position that I am at this moment in my you know life, I do have opportunities to be more myself, to explore again. And how I love to say it, reclaim it. Because my ancestors, like before they were taken from Africa, before they were colonized by the Spaniards, they, and even the Spaniards, before all this war and all that, if they were like very calm, probably they were very much into like nature, into trusting, into surrendering. So I want to reclaim that from that perspective of peace. And it's so cool, this whole process as I'm working through it, because it's bringing a lot and I'm just trying to use that third person narrating, detaching a little bit and seeing it, but at the same time, still talking to my kind of inner children that might be like, what's going on? No, we cannot trust. You have to do it all. You cannot just delegate and, and like listening to that and working through that. So that's the word that I'm in the phrase that I'm using. You can choose whatever. In the past, I've chosen peace, love, and other things. The last one would be writing the goals and letting them go. This exercise, I love it because I learned it when I was completing a training to become a facilitator of um, one of Listen Equals program. Gosh, I'm trying to remember the name right now. 
motivating the teen spirit. So I was part of their training and because of life circumstances, I couldn't continue it. And but when I was part of that training, one of the teachers there, Tia, she's amazing. She helped us in this exercise. She facilitated this exercise in which we had to create goals, put it in our hands, like sticky, and then release it, like take it out of our hands. And I struggle a lot with that exercise because I was like, how can I let it go? I've learned that you have to like keep your goals and read them and affirmations and all these things to manifest, manifest, you know, the secret movie and all that. And she's like, no, when you let it go, you're not letting go because you don't want it. You're letting go because you're surrendering to a higher power for that or something better. Or even if it's not for you, if there's plans for you that are bigger than you know. So I remember I was like, that was like 10, 15 years ago. And I was so young and I was like, wow, okay. So I just did it, but it did not click until recently. So what I do is like, I write my goals. I have like this little mason jar this year. I, in the past, I've used like a Kleenex box, like an empty one. I decorate it and you can decorate it like my God box or 2020 goals, whatever you want to put it. And I put it all there. And then I don't see them. I don't read them daily. I don't see them. My goals are not necessarily super like how they say you have to do very specific and all those kind of things. They're just goals in general, what I want to accomplish. And then what I might do, I'm still deciding. Sometimes in the past, what I've done is on every like equinox or solstice. So the next one will be March 21st or around that time. Then I will like open it, see if I've accomplished anything and take out the ones that I've accomplished, take out the ones that are no longer resonating. And if I need to add more, add more. So those are the different ideas. This year, I don't know if I'm just going to leave it there and then open it at the end of the year. So that way it's got complete surrender. And obviously, like in the box, I have this or something more, you know, something like that. So it's this idea of letting go. And I love it because it resonates way more with me, where I am in my journey and my spiritual practices and beliefs. So those are all the different recommendations. I know I've been talking like a Puerto Rican, I would say right now, like fast, because I really wanted to get this done. And something else that I want to transition right now is something really, really, really dear to my heart. It's a program that's starting actually today. So I want to talk a little bit about this offering that I've been working so, so, so hard. It's called the Healing Village. And what it is, it will be an opportunity to be with me. So I'll be your facilitator, your leader in this healing online group experience. And it's an eight-week online experience. And it will start on the last week of January. And it will go through March, you know, after the eight-week mark. And on a weekly basis, I'll be sending information and we'll focus on different skills that I find are super important in the healing journey. And some of the goals that I have for this is like to work with, like if you feel stuck, it's kind of like first get on stock, see all these different options, learn these new different skills to help you move forward in your healing journey to regain confidence and hope that your healing is possible. This is so, so important. And believe me, I've heard so many horrible stories because I'm a trauma therapist and I'm still optimistic person. And that for me is something that I would never want it to go away because I've seen the beauty of the transformation when people actually process and heal their trauma or like kind of start having a different 
view of it because I feel like there's things you'll continue to work until the end of your life. But I love when they start shifting their perception and it becomes more of that healing. And it is possible. It is possible. I've seen so many different cases. So I want to bring that back to you. Learn simple, effective tools to regulate and manage your triggers. This is key because a lot of times it's not about like processing it and all that, but also learning different skills and tools that will not only help you right now with the trauma that you are working or the traumas that you're working, but also in the future. Because life, let me tell you, it continues to happen. There's so many different traumatic things or losses, relationship and stuff that are just part of living. So I want to really like teach simple, effective tools that you can use not only now, but also later in your life. To learn to live with yourself, all of yourself and be who you truly are. I'm going to be focusing a lot about that because I feel like it's so important. To meet new like-minded women that will be sharing the healing experience with you and can become part of your support network. For me, I believe that one of the most important things is to have a support network, to be part of a support network and like-minded people when you're healing. So this will be a great opportunity to meet other people that are in that same journey as you are right now. To receive a mentorship from me and have the opportunity to ask me any questions via the group calls and the Facebook community, to get details, interactive handouts to help build your skills. And let me tell you, I've been working on those and they're very comprehensive. I might publish a book down the road because I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm the creativity is just flowing through me. And lastly, to receive weekly audio meditations and guided imagery exercise to further your practice. So what does this program include? So it will be eight modules, like I said, starting Monday, January 27th, ending on Saturday, March 21st. There will be bi-monthly coaching calls, and they would happen on Saturday mornings, Pacific time, the time zone area, like around, I'm still thinking 9.30, 10 a.m. So every other Saturday will have those calls. There will be a community via Facebook, a private Facebook group. And those are the different things. And also remember the weekly audio with meditations, like guided meditations and messages, and the interactive PDF to work on the different modules. Now, what are the modules? Week number one, which is module number one, will be about the future self, aka your real self. So that's what we're going to focus about. Then the week number two is about effective coping skills. Week number three, we're going to focus about intergenerational ancestral trauma. Week number four, we're going to focus about healing the inner children. Week number five, we're going to focus about releasing guilt and shame. So crucial in the trauma healing journey. Week number six, we're going to focus about forgiveness. And I'm also going to add there like grief and forgiveness because when we are in this healing journey, we have to like grieve old parts of ourselves that we're taking charge and bringing this new and also forgive a lot because a lot of what I see usually is that we are the ones that are harder to forgive and we put a lot of our blame. Week number seven, healthy relationships, so important. And last week will be moving forward and putting it all together. So those will be the different overall topics that we'll be discussing in this two-month experience. The investment the value is 900, I believe that is 997, but I'm offering because this is the first time I am doing this 
I'm offering a better, what they call like a new offer of 497 if paid in total. And there's also some payment plans. And if you're listening to this today, which is Tuesday, I am offering an early bird price. And today, Tuesday, January 21st, I'm offering an early bird price of $100 less of the total price, so $397. And that offer ends tomorrow, Tuesday, January 22nd at 12 noon. So if you want to get it at a discount, I would say go and get it ASAP. Something that I forgot to mention, I think is super important, and this is how I'm contributing back to Puerto Rico as well, is that 10% of the earnings of this program, whatever you know, I make out of this program, I'm going to donate it back to Red por los Derechos de la Niñez y la Juventud in Puerto Rico. And that is a program that is a nonprofit in, in Puerto Rico. And the leader of that nonprofit, I know him, I used to work with him when I used to do volunteer work in a foster home in the east side of Puerto Rico and back in 2010, 2012. And now he created Red por los Derechos de la Niñez y la Juventud, which is translated in the, um, it's a nonprofit for the rights of children and young adults in Puerto Rico. And what they're doing right now with the whole situation is that they're going to the place where the different earthquakes happened and they're offering different workshops to the children to provide them with different resources, sensory resources and stuff, to and coping skills to help them manage this whole situation because they're ex experiencing a lot of post-traumatic stress symptoms. Their families providing them with resources that they need, like different clothing, toothbrush, and all sorts of things. I would link also the, the information for them if you guys want to read about them, but 10% of the earnings of the program I'm going to donate it back to that program. So I'm so excited. This feels so aligned with my purpose. And this makes me feel so happy that at least I have something that I can really help the people that are already there doing the work. And that way it takes a little bit of that pressure that I cannot just take an airplane and just go there. So I hope you join me in this effort, not only to help yourself, but know that when you're doing so, when you're investing in this program, you're not only helping yourself, but you're also helping the children and the young adults in Puerto Rico. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Something else that I'm offering is if you're looking for a one-on-one -on -one coaching, because you're like, okay, group coach are cool, but I want more one-on-one -on -one with me, then I'll be offering a very limited, there's limited spaces, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and it will be four one-on-one, 50 minutes online or in person, depending if you leave and the time matches and all that coaching sessions for $900. And this is a steal because coaching, you know, it's way more expensive. And what is the difference is something really important. This program is not therapy. It's not. It's not for someone that is just starting their healing journey. It's not for someone that has a lot of active suicidal or very recent in the last six months, suicidal ideations or attempts. This is not for someone that is struggling with substances. This is not for someone that has a lot of chaos in their life right now, like meaning they don't have a job or they are just lost a relationship. Like if there's a lot of things in your daily life that is not going well, this is not a good time for this. 
This is not for someone that is looking for therapy to process. That's not the focus. If you really heard all the different modules, that's not about it. This is about building coping skills. So that's why it's not therapy. And I feel like it's important at times, you know, like to combine this. This is something that will be like an adding to what you know, mental health you're receiving. And this is for only for people that identify as women at the moment. I know I have a lot of the guys or non-binary people that are like, what about us? But right now, the calling that I'm feeling is for this kind of group. And down the road, I am looking to expand, but I'm just starting with this. And again, this year, I'm going to become a mom of two. So there's a lot going on. But down the road, believe me, I already have the vision of expanding all of this. So to sign up. To sign up, the best way is over here in the show notes, I'm going to put the link. If you don't have access to the show notes, if you can go to thebeyondresiliencelife.com events, it would be there. So that would be the other place. Also, if you cannot find it, you can DM me at the Beyond Resilience Life, Instagram, Facebook, or at dr.lidianagarcia handle on Instagram or the Dr. Lidiana Garcia page in Facebook. And also my email is info at thebeyondresiliencelive.com. So those will be different avenues that you can just contact me directly if you want to sign up. Again, remember that the offer that $100 less would only be until Wednesday, January 22nd at 12 noon Pacific time. So I hope you guys listen to this before then. If not, it's going to be $497. And I'll be having some giveaways of free seats for those of you that join my, my webinar. So there will be a webinar today, Tuesday, in the afternoon at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. And there will be another one on Saturday at 10 a.m. And during those webinars, I'll be announcing via my post in Instagram. That's why it's very important to follow me there about a giveaway and an opportunity to win a free seat. And there will be two different giveaways in each of the webinars. So it's really, really important. And what is the webinar? The webinar is going to be about trauma one-on-one in where I'm going to talk about the overview and the nine essential elements that I feel are important in the healing journey. And I'll be talking about this program again. So without any further ado, I'll let you all go. Thank you for listening so far. And I'm so looking forward to have some of you join the Healing Village. And if you cannot join it right now, I am definitely thinking of launching it again in the fall, depending on how the process of the postpartum goes. But until then, take care. Bye and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. If you like this episode, please make sure to review it and comment on it and share it with your friends and family. Until next time. 